Hi, I'm Will Roadhouse, and I'm the CEO of Roadhouse International and Compass Group International, and welcome to another episode of Retiring in Thailand. Today's episode, I want to talk about real estate values, future investment, and why Thailand is a better investment for real estate as opposed to Latin America and some other expat havens, maybe in Spain. So remember this. Trends are changing when we're looking at retirement. In the past, normally, traditionally, uh, if you are a baby boomer or a Gen Xer like me, you work, 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 and then when you reach the ripe old age of 60, 65, then you start looking at retirement. But now things have changed. Uh, the way business uh, with e-commerce and new technology and apps, things have changed. People are making more money at a shorter period of time, and the amount of wealth that people are making are much faster and these individuals, these demographics, are actually a lot younger. We're seeing crazy things like uh, young hustlers that are in their 20s and 30s that are on TikTok and YouTube and Facebook and Instagram. And they're not just influencers, but they're selling maybe products, uh, not just uh, you know sitting there taking pictures of themselves all day. But they're making, uh, I'm not talking just tens and $20,000 a month. I'm talking maybe $30,000 a week, $50,000 a week, $100,000 a month, $200,000. they are making millions of dollars a year, and they're doing a very short period of time. Uh, I don't know how true this article is, but I think um, a few days ago or maybe a week ago, uh, there was an article of a TikToker. I think they were in their 20s. And it made something like a couple million dollars in six months. So it's crazy. And I really commend them. If I were at that age, I would probably be doing the same exact thing. So now things have changed. When it comes down to the idea of retirement, it's not just the 50, 60, 70 year olds. It's now people in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. And also how things have changed when it comes to retirement is people are now no longer really looking to retire in the same place they've been working for 20, 30, or 40 years. They're looking to go elsewhere, but not just elsewhere. I'm talking leaving the continent and going to another country. Because in the past, if you're from the United States like I am, you have a lot of people from the Midwest, so these snowbirds from Michigan and from Ohio, you know, a lot of these Midwestern cold states and their Moving to the Southwest, like to Arizona, to Nevada, New Mexico, maybe to California, or even to Texas. Uh, and the folks that are way up in the East, way up in the Northeast, they're looking at maybe uh, the Carolinas along the coast or heading all the way down south to, uh, to like Miami or South Beach or for even Fort Lauderdale. But now, people are actually looking to go elsewhere. They're looking to move out of the country. And moving out of the country is, I would say, is not as scary as it was 10 or 20 years ago. Because with fascinating things, media tools like YouTube and Facebook videos, there are so many people, for example, like myself and my wife, that are doing podcasts and videos, educating people, saying, hey, you know what? There's a better life for you that's only 20 hours away from you. So for an example, uh, I, the last place I lived in the United States was in Las Vegas. To get to Las Vegas to here to Thailand, it's roughly about 20 hours, and that's including layovers. 
and that's taking two legs. So Las Vegas, I usually head to Taipei, then Taipei, uh, wait for a few hours, then Taipei to Bangkok, or go through Japan or go through Korea. So it's not really that far, and people are now willing to travel further for a better life. But now comes the next thing is, is housing is the, is the most important thing when it comes down to an expat lifestyle. And I want to make the distinction let you know is, if you are in that age group in the 20s, 30s, or even 40s, being mobile is important to you. Thus, the nomad lifestyle. And what I like to tell people is, is that I am not a big fan of nomad lifestyle whatsoever. And the reason behind that is, is that not owning a home is just a tremendous mistake. An even bigger mistake is not having at least one home that's 100% paid off because you never ever know what can happen to you. And we've seen it time and time again. I've seen it with my own personal experience, with my own clientele, when multimillionaires thinking that their business is doing well, all this money, these millions just keep rolling in and it's going to keep rolling in forever, then finally it stops. And we saw what happened all of 2020 when a pandemic came. Nobody knew it was here. And then all these great businesses just went belly up. So that's why it's very important uh, to have at least one home, to have one small home, a roof over your head that's fully paid off because you're never ever going to know how your life is gonna change. And it can change dramatically with a pandemic like we are experiencing today. A financial meltdown like we experienced in 2007, 2008, 2009. And we're going through a financial meltdown now. There are some countries that are going into recession. There are countries in recession. And it's not over yet because the future does look bleak for many of these countries, especially Western countries, because the whole backlog of what happened and a devastation financially, economically, that happened in 2020 has not really come to fruition yet. It's like backed up and it's going to hit and it's going to hit hard and I believe it's going to be towards the end of 2021. So it comes to my next point. The reason why I always prefer people to look at Thailand as opposed to a place in Latin America is because of sellability of a home. So let's, let me use an analogy or an example that would be more familiar with everyone. Let's talk about watches. I love high-end watches. I have a large collection of, of really nice watches from obviously from Rolex to Patek Philippe to Audemars, Chrono Swiss, Piaget, uh, Cartier. I love, I love beautiful watches. But the ironic thing is, is that since my Apple Watch, I seem to wear my Apple Watch uh, more than in my Fitbit, more than these beautiful watches. But when my wife and I go out, we'll put them on. So for an example, if you're an average watch collector myself, many of you probably had never heard of brands like Audemars or Patek Philippe or Chrono Swiss or even Zenith. You're familiar with the brands like Omega, Rolex, Cartier. So when you look at property and you're looking at Latin property, let's take Costa Rica as an example because that is also my backyard. I've been working in that country since 2002. Costa Rica last year in 2020 
Well, actually, let's just let's use 2019 because 2020 was is an off year for everything. In 2019, Costa Rica, and let's just round up from 3.7, roughly about 4 million tourists came to the country of Costa Rica. So those 4 million tourists, those are your potential buyers. When you look at Thailand in 2019, there were 40 million tourists that came to this country. Out of those 40 million tourists, those are your potential buyers. So if you are looking to buy a home in Costa Rica, your price point is going to be a lot higher than it is going to be in Thailand. For an example, a two-bedroom, two-bath condo that uh, has an ocean view in Costa Rica or even on the beach in Costa Rica is going to run you between a half a million to maybe uh, $750,000. Where here in Thailand, the same exact property can cost you as low as $100,000. Uh, yes, for a two-bedroom, two-bath condo uh, because we have so many different beach areas. But the average is going to be roughly about, let's just say, about $200,000. So it's a major difference. It's almost, we're looking almost a 50 to 60% higher in price point from Costa Rica coastal cities as opposed to Thailand coastal cities. So if you are young, you're in your 20s and 30s, and you want to be mobile, you want to, let's just say, uh, you come to Thailand or you come to Costa Rica, you buy something, and then after about five, 10 years, or five years, you're like, I'm bored of this place. I wanna go somewhere else. Now you have to sell that property. Costa Rica has a very consistent return uh, that's very similar to Thailand. We're looking at between maybe seven to maybe 10% appreciation. It's very consistent. But the problem is, is the amount of people that's actually potentially buyers for your property. Because Costa Rica only has about 4 million tourists that come to that country, you only have a pool of 4 million people to sell to. So that property is going to sit longer. And I've seen properties sit for years and years and years. So you're not going to be able to recoup that money faster and then go buy something else. And that should be a concern. That's not, it's something that a lot of people just do not think about. And I, and I am familiar with these things because I'm a real estate professional and I work and live in these countries. So when you look at Thailand, if you're looking at a lower price point and you're buying a two-bedroom, two-bath condo by the beach, that's $200,000, you have a pool of 40 million people that come to this country as your potential buyers. It's going to be easier for you to sell that property because it's also at a lower price point. So you have a much larger pool than a half million dollar condo. And, it's, and the reason why I brought the watch as an example, Costa Rica, I would say, I, I would look at Costa Rica as owning like in like an Audemars or Patek Philippe. It's a higher price point. It's a very specific type of people that want to live in Costa Rica. And Thailand is more like Rolex. There's a reason why a Rolex Submariner, if you have one, it's so easy to sell. Everybody's familiar with the brand. And men and women love the Submariner. It's not too big and it's not too small. It's basically unisex almost. Because women now are obviously wearing oversized watches. So it's easier to sell a Rolex Submariner in an open market than it is 
So Rolex Submariner in a used marketplace is going to cost you about four, let's just say between about three to three to four thousand dollars, depending on how old it is. Brand new, I think they're about seven thousand. So let's just say four thousand dollars. And a used uh, Patek Philippe uh, Nautilus is going to run closer to that ten thousand dollar range. And again, there is a different type of buyer. That $10,000 used Patek Philippe Nautilus, there's not a whole lot of people that are looking for that kind of watch. There are not a whole lot of people that are looking at that price point of that watch. But the Rolex Submariner used one that's three or $4,000, there's a wider pool because it is a little bit more affordable. Even though that is a luxury and expensive watch, but you have a larger pool of people that will potentially want to buy your watch. And the same goes with a resale of properties. That's why I always tell people to look at Thailand for investment real estate in addition to your own personal residence. It's because number one, as I mentioned and, and refer back to some of our other podcasts, you have better tenants here. You have tenants that are paying you three, six, nine, twelve months in advance. Because the type of properties we're buying for our investors $100,000 condos, $50,000 condos, $150,000 condos. So, and the rents are so low that the Japanese businessman, the Chinese businessman, or, or the small family that relocated here, they can afford that. And they can afford to pay three months or 12 months in advance. That's very, very common with my tenants. And you have better tenants. You have lower association dues. Where in Latin America, it's not quite the same. First of all, you have less people that travel to the country. Association dues are almost as expensive as the United States. There are a few buildings that I know of in Haco Beach in Costa Rica. The association dues are $750 to $1,000. It's almost as high as some of the condos in Las Vegas. It's insane. It makes zero sense. I'm like, what? $1,000 for a two-bedroom condo in Haco Beach is association due? I mean, are they throwing it in a car? Are they throwing in daily massages? That's insane. Well, here in Thailand, the average cost for association dues are roughly between $20 to $50 a month, and it's so low you pay it annually. So I really want everyone to really take what I said and, you know, really... God, I'm sorry. I'm a little lost for words. I really want you to take what, I, what I've just told you into consideration. Because real estate is usually one of the largest investments in anyone's lifetime, in anyone's financial portfolio. And you can't just piss money away. It doesn't matter how rich you are. It just makes no sense to piss money away. Because when you're going to a different country, there's a, there's a probability that you may get tired of that place and you may want to sell. And I've seen it one too many times, Latin properties in countries in Central America, South America, and Mexico just tend to sit on the market for a longer period of time than properties here in Thailand. And I named off some of the many reasons, just the amount of tourists that come here. And the people that come here are from all over Asia, 
Australia, New Zealand, UK. Now we're getting people from the United States and Canada. So there are more and more people coming here, not just to visit, but to live. And I didn't need to go over the living part because I've been talking about that over all these episodes. So I don't need to keep repeating that. So please remember, when you're looking for a home overseas, whether it's going to be your primary residence, your second home, your third home, or your fourth or fifth home, remember the resale. How hard is it going to be to resell that property? And you can easily do the research just by talking to brokers and they'll tell you how long these properties have been sitting. They want to tell you. Like, oh yeah, this property's been sitting for two years. I think we can get a really good deal. I know of developers that still have buildings that are, have been completed since we shot, since we showcased them on House Hunters International 10 years ago, over 10 years ago, that are still brand new units that haven't been sold. Yeah, over a decade ago, empty, brand new buildings. Well, we can't say they're brand new anymore. They were newly constructed over 10 years ago. It just, they never exchanged hands. Nobody ever bought them. And again, the reason why is because the, they don't have the volume of people coming to the country and the price points are too high. Here in Thailand, you don't see anything like that. There are so many people that come to this country and properties, if you're buying in a, in a great building, in a great location, they sell fast. They sell really fast. So if you get bored for some odd reason, I've been here for almost 10 years. So at the end of this year, New Year's Eve 2021 will be my 10-year anniversary here in Thailand. So I've been here for nine years, and I'm still not bored. And I met my wonderful wife here, and life just gets better and better and better. But for some reason, if you do get bored here in Thailand and you need to resell your property, it will resell faster. And you can move on to your next place. Maybe you want to go live in Bali. Maybe you want to go live in Indonesia, Malaysia, uh, Singapore, uh, Philippines, uh, Cambodia, Laos. You can do that where I have seen too many horror stories of people that own properties in Cabo, Mazatlan, Rocky Point, um, where else, uh, Ensenada, uh, in Costa Rica, especially in Dominican Republic. Belize is notorious for property sitting, uh, and Panama is also notorious for property setting, sitting for years and years and years. No activity, zero activity. I don't want to give you the impression that I dislike Latin America. I love it there. It just it didn't suit me as an expat. If you are going to move to Latin America and that is where you want to be, hands down, Costa Rica is by far the best place to live. It beats out the Dominican Republic. It certainly beats out Belize and Panama uh, and uh, Guatemala, uh, Nicaragua, and Colombia. Beats out, and especially Mexico. All of those countries. Costa Rica by far is the best place to live in Latin America. But the problem is, if you haven't listened to my podcast, it's super boring. So refer back to some of that. 
So I hope this podcast was helpful. You know, I was running on a treadmill uh, this evening and, and I was thinking about that. I was like, I was, you know, I really need to tell people about valuations of properties and how they're different when it comes down to expat destinations. And the same thing goes with Southern European countries. When you're looking at Spain, like in Costa del Sol and uh, Alicante, properties sit. They sit for a long time. And again, it's because of the price points. We're here for 100000 200000 300000 You get a killer freaking home. You get such a bigger bang for the buck. And when you need to resell it, there's another person just like you that wants to buy it. You don't have to search as hard. And there's so... Here's another thing too. Because Thailand is such an expat haven, there are so many real estate brokers and agents that can help you. Unlike when you're looking at Latin America, like in Costa Rica, and you have to resell your properties, you have such a small choice of people that can help you. Maybe there's one broker, two brokers, or three brokers. That's it. Or for an example, you own a property in Jomtien. Um, there's at least, between Jomtien and Patia, a thousand people that can list your property. I kid you not. Thai and English-speaking individuals that are real estate professionals. So there are more people marketing your properties. That should be important to you. So these are the things that you probably haven't considered. These are the things that nobody ever talks to you about. So that's why I talk about them. And that's why you're listening to my podcast. And I want to thank you so much again for joining my podcast. And stay tuned for another episode. We'll see you in Thailand.